0: Thank you for joining us here on The Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani. joined as always by my esteemed colleague, my partner in crime. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric DeLala. Phil,
1: well, is training camp here yet or what? Almost. We're about a week away.
0: Can't wait. It's a little in the air. Sometimes you can feel mm. like you, uh, there's like some fresh grass cut. Yep. Some mo, mo- that's grass. that's Swanson's cologne that you're smelling. <laughs> yeah, came out from the e woods. Eau Swanson. <laughs> e de lawn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grass quiffix. Yeah. Uh, ben Swanson's also here. I'm here. Uh, in the studio. How you
2: been? Oh, fantastic.
1: Three uh, podcasts in a row for Ben Swanson. Yeah, kind of this crazy.
2: streak has never reached this, this number. Is the pinnacle. And I've coordinated to wear the same thing each time. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching yeah. on YouTube, you'll probably notice that... Uh,
0: been crazy wearing my
2: thursday pink
0: yeah exactly me me too with my pastel blue mm. he got his baby blues on yeah big baby a big baby <laughs> <laughs> uh today guys we're talking about looking ahead to camp what position battle mm. the competition's about to heat up mm. where are you watching what do you what are you looking at what do you what do you want to know where do, what do you need those answers what position, Eric? That's what we're talking about here today. Yeah, can I go first? Well, there's, well, we could just tee it up a little bit here. We're just, you know, we're still Fine. setting it up. We're building. We're building.
2: Still here. Mine is Phil versus Eric. <laughs>
0: That's not a competition. This is a partnership. This is a That's
2: true. This is a, a friendship.
0: Yeah, this is a friendship.
2: This is a,
1: This is the neutral. You zone. just created a new training camp competition. Those Swanson with you. Yeah. yeah. With your rhetoric.
2: Yeah. Who's getting the scoops? <laughs>
0: Um exactly. <laughs> uh, w- what areas are you sort of uh, interested in uh, paying attention to here a little bit? You know, obviously I think the one that jumps out is kicker. Wide receiver. Yep. Uh-huh. Um would you say center maybe? I don't potentially. Maybe, maybe. Outside um, linebacker? Uh, Is there any is yeah outside linebacker? Is there any competition at uh, one of those safety spots? You know, Mm, that's uh, a good one. There's just some uh, there's some areas we where we can look at and say, hey, there's some guys here who are going to be battling. Some guys. There's some dudes. Defensive end. Defensive end. Yeah. Who's going to be up there? Um, alongside uh, Zach Allen, DJ
1: Jones. Really, alongside him, but
0: up on the line there. Yep. Um, so, we, yeah, we, there's some, some areas, maybe even some backup positions. Not yeah. as sexy to talk about a backup competition. That was more outside
1: linebacker. Yeah. But third uh, quarterback. Yeah. Oh, you think they keep? Do they do the – Well, yeah, maybe. Now, uh, there's
0: some rule changes. The Danucci. Yeah, the Danucci. He'll either be uh, uh, the third string quarterback or he'll be at Walmart.
1: Right. That's true. You're referencing true. Sean Payton's comment.
0: People listening know what I'm talking Okay.
1: Well, I'm yes. just
2: They're making in it clear. I'm making it clear. i not just taking a, a shot. shot. It was a long time No,
0: ago. I'm not just taking a shot. Yes. That's a, that's something that Sean Payton has said. So uh, let's jest. just uh, Have we yeah, built a it enough? a joke to be clear. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a yeah, it wasn't a blast. <laughs> it was kind of a blast, but it was also <laughs> a joke. <laughs> but it was also a joke.
1: Um So, did we build enough? I think we built. We built. Okay, let's just dive in. What are you watching? Yeah, I think wide receiver, to me, is what stands out. Well, just pick something else while I'm talking. Okay,
0: I'm going to pick something else. Um, You go
1: first? Wide receiver, I think, stands out to me. You've got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Marvin Mims, who are kind of the four, we call them a core four. They're they're going to make it. They're going to be there. Yeah. Uh, But then after that, who knows what is going to happen? um obviously KJ Hamler second round pick from a few years ago he reportedly agreed to a, a contract restructure that could help him make the football team um he's dealt with some injury issues and you know a lot of ways Marvin Mims and him kind of seem to have similar traits similar skill sets but KJ's obviously going to fight to make this team you've got Marquez Callaway who the Broncos brought in from the Saints uh, Sean, does he go? Quez? By Quez? I think so. Yeah. Sean mentioned that he was kind of dealing with some weight issues during the off-season program. But, you know, he's a guy that has experience in his offense, has shown the ability to, to put up 900 yards. 900. Swanson. fact check. 600. You know, like when Six you're to 900 yards, when you're
0: like starting the season, you're like, what are your goals for this year? You're like 900. <laughs> That's just sort of a class. Like, like he has shown the ability to get
1: to maybe 900
0: not everybody
2: yards. has to be a thousand yard guy. Uh, he got to 698. Perfect. In Perfect. 698. So he's like
0: about a 700 yard guy. Almost. Almost. Just two more yards. Two more. That's right. Yeah. That's like on the wall in his room. It's just like two, two. more. Two more.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to get 700 more, right? Because if you just get two next year, you would just no. That would you not, you not be good. Two. That's why he said be, more. That'd be not good.
0: Well, yeah. So you think he's just got 700 on there? Maybe that's
1: what he wants. Yeah. (laughs) in some tubs. (laughs) Anyway, so you got him. You got a little Jordan Humphrey. Good, good blocker. Also came in from New Orleans. Um, And then Phil, you've got guys that have, have been here. A Kendall Hinton who Mm -hmm. shows his ability to do it all. pun return option. Potentially. Um, Got to beat out Pat Sertan. Brandon Johnson, big bodied receiver.
2: Jalen Virgil. Jalen
1: Virgil. Fast guy. Big touchdown against the Titans last year. So you got a lot of – am I missing anybody?
2: Yeah, Montrell, Washington. Oh,
1: Montrell, Washington. Punt return option, speedy guy. We probably need to work him a little bit more into the offense if he's going to catch on as a receiver. But um, a lot of options there at wide receiver. Not everybody's going to make the team. And if that happens, then you've got to make a decision of, okay, well, do you trade somebody lower on the depth chart? Do you feel comfortable with the skill in that room that you could – get something for one of the guys higher up in the room, um, all things to consider. I think you're going to see it play out, not just through training camp, but the preseason. This is going to be a battle that goes right down to the end, and you could see guys final, that final preseason game against the Rams really needing to make an impression to, to earn a spot on this team.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I when I think about like that wide receiving room, I try to think about, like, what does each guy bring to the table, you know? And then, as a collective, what makes it the, the strongest room pro- possible, you know? This guy does this. This guy does this. This guy does this. When I just look at it on paper, I see three guys who are, like, all very similar to me. Marvin Mims, Montrell Washington, K.J. Hamler. They all are of similar stature. They all bring that speed element they all bring that sort of that. Hey, maybe you're doing some end arounds, maybe some stuff in the backfield, have, special teams, possibly.
1: Have you been around Marvin Mims? He's big. I mean, he's, he's th- bigger thicker. than yeah, yeah, he's bigger than KJ and Montreal. By well, a, I would say a not insignificant amount. Taller too, you think? He just he looks bigger. He's bigger. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely
0: thicker than those guys. But I think that you would use the him in sure, a very similar type I, of a way. Yeah. The speed factor, he's not a big body guy. Like, he's not going to go up and win these crazy jump balls and stuff. He's not a Cortland Sutton, is what I'm sort of saying. Um, But then I know that Marvin Mims is going to make this team. I mean, the Broncos traded up, used their first pick on him. So, like, I'm really interested to see, okay, they brought in Marvin Mims. How does a guy like Montrell Washington react to that? How does he respond to it? Um, and then also KJ Hamler has been through so much. How is he going to, what's his approach right now? You know, uh, not able to really do much this off season. Um, what, what's it going to be like, you know, what, what are they going to do out there? You know, uh, how are they going to get seen? I'm really paying attention to that because those, those guys like very, they kind of feel like they're going to be bringing the same sort of elements, uh, to the offense. And then in, in a different way some of these bigger body guys how are they going to differentiate themselves in terms of like okay this guy has to be a part of this offense because what do you think 5
1: or 6 Eric yeah you would think so unless I mean 7 is the absolute max yeah I mean I, I would 5 be or surprised. 6 is, is yeah. more likely especially if you decide you want to keep a third quarterback got to take that from somewhere um
0: I mean, there's yeah, just I mean, a number. Six game is here. like a
1: is a decent starting point.
0: Yeah, so I do think that uh, and there's
1: four guys that are set in stone as we mentioned.
0: Yeah, unless they make a move, right? Yeah, with, which with. it always, it does feel like Sean Payton will be willing to do whatever he thinks makes his team better. So there's not going to be any sentimental parts of it. You know, like I think he he like remember he was talking about the kicking competition he with in New Orleans. They had two guys go through all a camp. And then at the end of it, they just picked a, a kicker yeah. from a different team.
1: So, but we, yeah. I mean, we've heard the way he's talked about Corlin Sutton, though, and Jerry Judy, though. So the, I, I would be shocked guys. if those either of those guys were gone. Tim's coming back from an injury. So, you would think that.
0: You'd think about his value. Yeah,
1: I mean, he, and he's a guy that you obviously a means a like lot. Him.
0: He brings uh, something to that room that. The other guys right. don't really have.
1: You never write anything off, but I, I would assume that those three guys and, and Mims are definitely going to make the roster. Yeah, and so then you're forward. talking about one, one two, or two spots for everybody else.
0: Yeah. There's some familiarity there with Quez. Yep. So that's a factor. Um, Humphrey's
1: a good run blocker.
0: Yeah. I mean, just, just think, you know, there's elements that you're going to want from some of these guys that round out the room. So then you, of course, need some depth. You know, maybe there's some guys there that you feel like you could sneak onto a practice squad, um, you know, like a Brandon Johnson maybe. But Brandon Johnson, you know, they might be high on him, you know, like uh, we'll have to just sort of see how everything plays out.
1: We don't know what these reps are going to look like. We don't know what the targets are going to look like. Um, A lot of things will become more clear here very soon. I would say the thing about the practice squad is that every year teams are – and reporters that cover teams are like, oh, no, this guy's going to get, you know, taken away Shocked. by another team. And then every team has those guys. types of guys where it's, oh, here's three receivers that we'd love to keep, and we're worried about a them getting away. Star. And then they end up on your practice squad because every team keeps their own guys. I mean, there's very few, I mean, there's some, but a lot of the times there's some waiver claims, but if, if they're signing back with a practice squad, guys tend to end up where they were.
0: Uh, for whatever reason wide receiver there always feels like there's a guy who makes like some crazy catch in, at practice or like in the preseason and then you're like oh let's keep an eye on this guy and then all of a sudden their their momentum gets bigger and bigger and bigger and then you're like like that felt like brandon johnson last year before he got hurt it felt like god they're gonna have to figure out a way to keep this guy well he would have made the team yeah um and but he sort of came out of nowhere last training last yeah. camp, you know. So I always feel like there's a guy like that at wide receiver.
1: And you know, Sean Payton has mentioned when Brandon McManus was released, hey part of the business is if we can save a few dollars here or there to make another move, we, we might have to do that. And so, you know, if if Sean Payton decides X younger receiver is better than this other guy who might cost a little bit more and we can get the same value there. Yeah. That could be a factor if the Broncos decide, hey, we need a little bit more cap room to, to go get a guy that can make this team better as a whole. It's a bottom line business. It is. You know. But, yeah, I just think that's, and that's a fun position battle to watch, right? Because yeah. you can count catches, you can track who makes a big play, who's in the end zone, yeah, that sort of thing, who's, who's stacking days. It's easier for us, the untrained eye. Yeah. To see that compared to oh, how is this center competition going?
0: Yeah, exactly. I I don't really know what I mean, it looks like they snap the ball if the snaps are accurate and then they push. Yeah. If you can do both of those things. You're in a good spot. Maybe if you got a little bit of versatility, you know, you can get out, pull, if you could pull a little. Yep. You got that athleticism. I can notice those things. But uh, yeah, in interior, I don't know what's going on in there. You know what's going on? No. No. Swanson, what goes uh, on in there? Motion, what happens? There's some hands. Some technique. Hand stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of technique.
2: You know? Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you.
0: Because all those guys are big and strong, you know, so the, separate, the separation there's is. There's cross chopping going on? There's a, there's a lot of cross chopping.
2: Um, so I will say the one on ones are really fun for the offensive linemen. If you watch oh, those at camp? Yeah, and they get like upset. You
0: start to get upset.
2: <laughs> I still don't know about yeah.
0: that. I think that that's where a lot they of uh, Yeah, a lot of there's fights a, There's are.
2: an element of frustration. They originate sure. in there. Oh, yeah. okay. They start down in the dark. It's just fun to watch them.
0: Yeah. Who do you got, Phil? I'm going to say my competition to watch is going to be that safety position yeah. between uh, Kareem Jackson and Keenan Stearns, I think. Is, uh... I think that Caden, when he's been healthy – He's showing that he's got a knack to make big plays. You know, um, he has a nose for the football. And I think that um, he's heading into year three, I believe. This is time for him to sometimes there's like a, Ooh, the next step. Yeah. Well, you know, the NFL, they say that stands for not for long. You know, they, that's what they say.
1: Who? Who's they? they? Not you, but
0: they. Yeah. Many people. I would never say something like that. No. <laughs> I do think that a lot of guys, when they get drafted, they come into the league, they think that they're going to have this really long career. But uh, sometimes it it happens really fast, you know? And I think that Caden, a guy heading into year three, this is sort of the time that you got to make a a statement and be like, I deserve to be on the field more. I need to be out there. Make it so that the coaches can't take me off the field, that type of thing. I think that... If Caden wants to be a long-time player in this league, which it seems like he does, it seems like that, right? Wouldn't you say? (laughs) This would be the year. This would be the year, I think. So the Broncos did bring back Kareem Jackson, though, late in the process. But Kareem obviously is a veteran, super, super smart, makes those big, physical, tough plays. You know, uh, he's been healthy. Kareem Jackson, I think, played in every game last season. So um, it's going to be tough to try and get Kareem off the field, but that competition is something I'm going to be paying attention
1: to. Yeah. It's uh, probably one of the only competitions for a starting job, right? I would say, I would say that that's a competition. Um, Yeah. You know, at least kind of what we, what we expect There's a few things that we just don't know. One, do the Broncos think Caden Stearns is ready to start? Yeah. If he's healthy, do they think that he's at that point? Um, Because Vance Joseph obviously knows Kareem Jackson coached him for a long or for a couple years there, right? The way
0: I think about it is like, there's a reason they brought Kareem back.
1: Yeah, of course. You're not going to bring Kareem back just for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Um, So one is Caden ready Two, what do they want back there? Do they want two ball hawk type guys? and Caden Stearns showed against the Colts, he can make a big impact. But yeah. do you need a, a physical guy that can come down and set the tone? That's a big part of what Kareem does. Can Caden do that? Right. And then if Caden becomes the choice there, you know, if it is a competition and he, he ends up earning the starting job, what does Kareem's role look like? Is he okay with that? Um, this is a guy that has started a lot of football games and been the guy for a long time. Um, is he okay with a, a diminished role? Those are things that you'll, you'll kind of have to watch out for. I would still say, like, as the incumbent, I would think Kareem has a little bit of an edge, but um, certainly that the type of player Caden Stearns is, you want to find ways to get him on the field. So if that's playing more dime, because certainly if you play nickel, you would think that K1 Williams is the, the nickel guy there. So do you have to play more dime to get Caden Stearns on the field? There, yeah. um, which then leaves you a little bit susceptible to the run. To the run. We know Vance Joseph's defense a little more attacking has been better against the run than the Broncos have been the last few years. So maybe there's some schematic things that can help for that. But this is a, a, whether you want to call it a battle or just a way to get them both out there, something that's going to impact the, the way the Broncos play defense. And so that's where it could get interesting. And the other thing in camp is Kareem is an older guy. You don't necessarily want him out there. Um,
0: practicing all practicing the all
1: the time and so Caden Stern should get the opportunity to show what he can do you know where we may not know until week one what that looks like like I, I would think Kareem would get some reps in the preseason but I don't know if we'll know fully kind of how that's going to play out in, until late on in the process
0: it- the we've talked a lot about Caden you know and like is he ready to take that jump there's also the Kareem factor here too because you look at it like uh, the trajectory of uh, Kareem's career started out at cornerback then moved over to safety and then now you're wondering okay does he still have that explosiveness does he still have that athletic that first step is he is he still kareem jackson the the great player that we know he can be you know as you get later and later in your career you know the player of course thinks that they're still that guy but it takes time like i always feel like um guys like when their um, athleticism starts to wane a little bit uh you know like they never realize that it's going it, it always takes a little bit of time you know um is Kareem there yet or not? You know, that that's also sort of that that question needs to get answered too here. So uh, there's the Kareem side and the Caden side. I think you're hoping that Kareem is really good and Caden is really good, and then you you have a tough decision to make. Yeah, You don't want it to be too easy, I don't think. So good to have two good players. In this situation, yeah, okay.
1: that, that is a good thing. Just making sure I'm following.
0: Sometimes if you have two good guys you don't really have any
1: guys mm. you know i do think something to consider is the overall chemistry of, think about of the secondary you know when when they're out there how does Ooh. this all fit together what is this because justin
0: he could do like a little wink to Kareem, yeah. and he's like oh, i know what that means boom interception <laughs> exactly they do that play they do the wink the
1: wink interception, the wink, interception play. you should do that all the so, time that's a, uh, you know, how do the skill sets mesh together? All, all that sort of thing will, will come into play, I'd imagine.
0: Because we heard, like, uh, Josie Joel and Alex Singleton talk about that. Yep. Hey, we're wink. back together. That's huh? right. Back yeah, together. The, wink, the winks. You do a wink, boom. Josie Joel intercepts Patrick Mahomes. Twice. Twice. And you, oh. just, you just do that. That's, that's kind of the chemistry. Kind of went right to him. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. Do you think there'll be any competition with uh, Drew Sanders
1: and uh, mm. one of those guys? I or think he's think? he feels like a guy that can maybe get out there in, in like a sub-package situation immediately.
0: What I if th- he's so good that they're like, we can't take well, this it's a guy good, off?
1: It's a good problem to have.
0: Yeah. Some talent there, yeah. He, but could, he could be a guy that creates a competition. Mm. Maybe there's not a competition now, but he creates one.
2: <laughs> Smart. You ever think about that? Could be. It's sort of a dark horse. Yeah. So on in your competition, I mean, I'll go with the outside linebackers. Like, I think we know, or at least it seems that uh, Frank Clark is going to be the starter opposite of Randy Gregory, but uh, the depth there, you always can use as many of those pass rushers as possible. I want to see how Nick Benito's, you know, looking to progress from his rookie season uh, Baron Browning, we haven't seen during the offseason uh, uh, program. So, uh, his kind of status, I want to know more about. He was obviously electric last year at times. Uh, so, they have some good players back there. I, I just want to see. What about Agent Zero? Out. Yeah, Jonathan Cooper.
1: Chris Allen? Mm-hmm.
2: Chris Allen? Yeah.
1: The, the thing there at outside linebacker is going to be more about what the rotation is as opposed to do you make the team? Just because there's not as many guys there yeah at yeah. least at the moment like it, it's a little bit it feels a little light potentially well
0: do you think that they're not gonna keep six some you think they'll keep six Some
1: teams keep five or six i mean five maybe yeah but like a nick Benito i would think would still yeah make the team make. it feels like baron browning if he's healthy enough will make the four. team or be on you know what Up. i think those four guys are there yeah and so then it's if you keep five is it I would assume Jonathan Cooper has an advantage just because he's played more. It's not like there's 10 guys there that, you know, it's a, there's some undrafted guys because he did not draft somebody, right? So yeah, it's undrafted guys. Can they make an impact and, and push a, a Jonathan Cooper or, a, um, you know, can Chris Allen push? It's not, it's not as many big names or, like, guys that we that they've invested in the way that, like, a wide receiver is, for example. Yeah,
0: yeah. But when they bring in a guy at your position so late in the offseason, you start to worry. You say, hey, do I still have a
1: spot? Yeah, but it's this is like two guys for one spot maybe or three guys yeah, for yeah, one yeah. or That's two spots, yeah. whereas receiver is like six it's guys loaded. for one, one spot. spot. Yeah. So no, I agree. It's a little.
2: I agree. Yeah. And I am also like this isn't necessarily a competition just because there's no other kicker on the roster, but I am interested to see a, how that kind of shakes out. they yeah. end up sticking with That's him. a hedge. That's a good hedge. Uh, Elliot yeah. Fry talking about uh, he's kind of gone from team to team. So his experience, I mean, he's been around the NFL for a while, but he hasn't played a ton. So I want to see how that ends up. If they bring in another guy to, to compete during camp, uh, something to watch.
0: It's definitely a, a, a thing where you do what you do out of the practice field, but then when you get into a stadium, those lights turn on. It's a different thing. It's a good different, scared, it's little a different scared. thing. Yeah, it's a different like, oh thing. Oh, my so. gosh. That's really bright. Yeah. Bright lights? Bright lights. And if you feel the heat from those lights, some sweat comes down, it gets it. You're about to kick the ball. Ah, my eyes. And then you, who knows what happens? But the nice thing about kicker, as Sean Payton said, is it either goes in or it doesn't. That's true. So it's not yeah. – we'll all know. You know, you're not – it's not like uh, the interior. We, you we know, right. what's, we know what's going on with the say, kicking. Say, say, kick. say if you hit the ball and no dirt, and it goes right through the good. uprights, good. If you hit some dirt, the ball goes a little – maybe it's short. Maybe it's, it goes off to the side. Bad. Bad. Keep that in mind. We know those things. Keep Uh, that in mind. Yeah. yeah. So, and the Broncos, there are some veteran guys out there, you know, guys who've kicked a lot, but they're a little bit older. I don't know. You have to think about that. Maybe you 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 consider that. Maybe with the way that the kickoff is now, Mm. maybe it's not as important to just, you know, who knows? There's just a lot of different things going on there.
1: You'll You'll be sitting here the next week just thinking about the kicker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll have to see maybe uh, Ben Katwika has got some big decisions. Westhoff. These are the big names the Broncos have brought into f- cure special team. So we'll see what happens. You excited for the starting game? Yeah,
1: let's get to you it. You
0: got any shout outs you want to get to? Oh. it's oh. Gerald's, of course? Of course. Community never sleeps. It never, it doesn't. Nope. They're about to ramp things up here with uh, the guys be coming back. It's been quiet. In the building Sleepy Sometimes sleepy But uh, it'll be nice to have them back Nice to have the everybody back The energy come back Oh know. yeah Yeah the energy Get after it Any any other shout outs We already shout out the month of July
2: That was last week
0: Yeah so you can't What's you can't your favorite that?
2: day of the year
0: Oh, <laughs> I don't know
2: No I'm just
0: joking I don't know what's your favorite day I don't know This is bad podcast Calendar podcast <laughs> All right all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, right? Who, before, knows, I what's mean, gonna who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, it'll yeah. be craziness next week. So, we're excited. We're excited to get this thing rolling. Uh, for Ben Swanson and Eric Dahl, I am Phil Malani. You've been listening to
1: the, the Neutrals. Neutrals.